Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast, where we champion mental health uh, to live a joyful life and be happy now. What we're going to be talking about today is stress. In some ways, we're actually going to be rebranding stress. So we're going to talk about good stress, bad stress, some examples, as well as some tangible ways uh, to manage stress and really champion your mental health. So it first starts with what is stress? And I've only heard of stress as a bad thing. Well, there's actually good stress and there's bad stress, which we'll go into. So the definition of stress, which I love that there's there's two different parts to it. One is that pressure, stress is the pressure or tension exerted on a material object. So that could be the stress on uh, you know, a building. People use it in that aspect. But also we can think about that as stress. We are a material object. Uh, so it could be the stress on us as people. Uh, and then the second definition is a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from um, adverse or very demanding circumstances. So I love that one too, because it talks about mental and emotional as well as the environments that, that are in it. So within stress, there's good stress and there's bad stress. So let's talk about that. First, there's the stress that we all know about. Bad stress comes from... Um, a number of different circumstances in our lives. But what happens is I like to think about it this way. If you think about bad stress, we want to put it through a filter if it's good or it's bad. And that filter is, does it lead to overwhelm and anxiety? So an example of bad stress would be, I've got something going on with my family and um, you know my brother's sick or my brother's in trouble or something like that that's stressing you out or your parents. Uh, something's going on there. There's some sort of dynamic there. So that would be bad stress. Um, another example could be uh, within finances. You're stressed because you don't, you aren't able to make ends meet. You aren't able to pay the bills. So that creates pressure or tension like we talked about that is put on ourselves because we aren't making ends meet. Uh, the other could be fitness. So I always think about life in the five Fs and I think that fitness, finances, um, and family are the three that really relate to stress. And so you could be stressed that you don't look the way that you want to, that uh, you don't feel uh, healthy, that you don't have the body that you want. And those things can create all really uh, self-induced stress. But in some ways, if your body isn't healthy, it's also induced stress that, that your body is not in its optimal state. And that's not to say that you have to have six-pack abs and and uh, are, you know, biceps like Steve Weatherford, but still to be in a healthy place. So there's a difference between fitness and health um, and really making sure that, that you're in a healthy place there. Uh, then we talk about good stress. You're like, wait, Daniel, I thought stress was always bad. We only talk about that. Well, remember that stress is the pressure or tension exerted on an object. Guess what? If I'm going to the gym, I am exerting pressure on my arms, on the workout, on my legs, whatever I'm doing, so that that leads to muscle growth. So that leads to the endorphin release that happens when I work out. So that that's good stress. So when I think about the filter of good stress, it is good stress leads to overcoming, perseverance, and really bliss that happens on the other end of it. So I think that's what's really powerful when we talk about good stress is that it also leads to growth. So we have the choice that stress is pressure, but we can turn pressure 
into a good thing. It's really a choice up to us. And there are certain things within our family, within our fitness, uh, within finances that do create real stress. And I don't want to take away from that, but there are also certain aspects of stress that we can really focus on that will help us. So within this, I think what's so powerful in, in any circumstance, one of the things I always want to champion is that we have a choice, okay? In everything breaks down to a choice. We have the choice to uh, the circumstances we look at things. We have the choice of the life that we live. There are some things that are outside of our control, but given what happens, we, have, we can either respond or we can either react, respond, or remove ourselves from the situation. So if we look at any situation or just in our lives and take that pause to be able to actually respond because it's the pause that leads to the response rather than just reacting and being an autopilot or pause is, hey, I need to remove myself from this situation. But in this circumstance, we're really talking about be having the choice to be intentional of what your response is. So a couple ways that, that stress uh, that we can overcome the uh, bad stress that's in our life. So one of my mentors, John Gordon, says that you cannot be stressed if you're grateful. So one thing he tangibly does is he goes on a gratitude walk. So check out from your phone, put your phone away, leave that at home, and just go on a walk, whether it's on the beach, whether it's in nature, something like that, and just be thinking for a certain period of that time all the things that you're grateful for. It's a very tangible, easy way to be able to do that. And there's also a lot of power in walking because we get to spend that alone time with ourselves to be able to process things. So it's, it's such a powerful aspect. And I really uh, encourage you, if you're going to go on those walks, to, to get into nature, get into a park, really spend time with that. Uh, and if you can even, because there's a sensible sun exposure aspect to that where um, our body is a like a solar panel. Uh, one of our guests, Ryan Kennedy, talks about that. So there's some other dynamics rather than just thinking about what you're grateful for that walks really benefit. Another, which we really champion is writing three things you're grateful for. And three is just a minimum. You can write five, you can write 10, but they've really studied the science behind this number of three of writing three things that you're grateful for. So what they found is that just by writing three things that you're grateful for. So with gratitude, it will actually reduce your stress by 23% which is actually reducing what's called cortisol, which is a stress-induced, um, it is a, uh, what is it called? A stress-induced hormone, I believe. Um, so it, with the cortisol that's reduced, that's what we can like tangibly study, the percentage of what that is, so we can see um, the difference that's made there. Then um, another thing is reframing. So we have a number of different aspects of our life, right? Um, an example that is given is I have to do the dishes. I'm stressed because I have to clean the house. Well, you can also reframe that. And I think that's what the gratitude reframe is one of the most important things we can possibly do. And that is, well, actually, I get to do the dishes because I live in a place and I actually have dishes or I have to do the laundry. Well, I actually have clothes so that I that to be able to fold and do the laundry or I'm stressed about my family. Uh, well, actually I'm grateful that my family's still alive for me specifically who, uh, my dad isn't, isn't here anymore. You know, sometimes you can hear other people complaining about their parents and, and I've had those thoughts where I'm like, well, at least you have a dad that's here. 
So there's always an opportunity to look at and reframe what you're doing. That doesn't discount what you're going through. Life is not easy. We have our ups and downs, but it's so powerful to make that choice like we talk about to reframe that and say, hey, I'm grateful for this or I get to do this um, to be able to, to do that. Another aspect I would say is uh, within fitness and health is breath work or meditation. So meditation, um, utilizing an app to be able to meditate. You can download a YouTube uh, to be able to walk you through it. And it's a great way to be able to really reduce stress and check out there. Some people think that meditation is such a big and um, a tough thing to be able to do. Well, I encourage you to try a guided meditation and it makes it a lot easier to be able to start doing that. The other is breath work. Uh, we're big fans of, of Ryan Kennedy and his transformational breath work as well as Tyler Forbes in his um, Wim Hof style um, deep breathing. And so I really encourage you to like go into either of them. They have videos, they have things that you can go through, whether you do it in person at Breathe Degrees or you do one of Ryan's workshops or they have videos that you can go through yourself that are guided, really powerful ways to be able to reduce stress with that. Uh, then when it comes to family, I think one of the important aspects and ways to manage stress there is that you can create boundaries. So I think stress can come from family. A lot of times when we don't have the boundaries and we don't set those things of, there are certain times where you need to make the choice to actually remove yourself from the situation. Hey mom, you know, can I call you later? I, I really don't want to say something I'm going to regret or, Choose really the proximity that you have of, hey, if your parents or something are stressing you out a lot, maybe that you only go over there for dinner or talk to them once a week rather than every single day or, or whatever it is, or rather than three to four days. So I think that's a powerful way. And then finances. This is one that's really big and maybe the, the most stressful thing in people's lives. The most important thing and way that you can go from stress to peace when it comes to finances is budgeting. So there are apps. Uh, there's one called Personal Capital. Mint is one, as well as Every Dollar. Those are all great ways to be able to track what you are spending so you can see what's coming in and coming out. Once you have a budget to see what you're spending, then you can see how much you need to make to cover that. If you don't really know and you kind of look at your bank account, which to be like fully transparent, I've been there uh, and I can be there at certain points, Rather like looking at that, just making sure you have some money in there, but you also have a credit card. So you're like, oh shoot, I'm behind on my credit card, but that gives me my buffer. Well, instead, know exactly what you're spending so you can have the piece. And then there is the beauty of the where we live now is the gig economy. You can sign up for Uber and do Uber one night a week and make an extra couple hundred dollars. You can sign up for Instacart outside of work hours and make some money there. So it's not like you're applying to some a uh, new job or committing to all of this stuff. You're just choosing, hey, during some of my free time, I'm going to do this. So we all have access and so many people are actually hiring to be able to spend and kind of some of our extra time making sure that our finances are in order, which of course everyone is in a certain different uh, situation or circumstance, but that's a very tangible solution. You can also go on Upwork. Everybody's got gifts. I believe in each and every one of you. Well, maybe you're a videographer, maybe you're a copywriter, maybe you can write emails well. Hey, great. 
I'll write an email for $15 an hour, and then you're getting paid to be able to sit behind uh, at home at your computer. Maybe you're with your family or have kids or something like that. Well, you can still do those types of things uh, in a creative way. So I think the main things that, that we want you to take away, and I really want to champion with you, is that you do have the choice, that we understand that there is stress in life. There's good stress and there's bad stress, that we have the choice to be able to champion our mental health, to be able to uh, overcome that bad stress, really make the choice to turn that bad stress, that pressure into a good thing. That, that pressure can be a privilege so that it can help us to grow, but also certain aspects of stress, we really want to take intentional habits to be able to not be in that state of stress. But then there's also the good stress. Go in, uh, work out at the gym, go in, jump into a cold plunge. Uh, that going into cold water therapy is an amazing way that is actually a, a putting your body in a state of stress. But if you ever go into a cold plunge and then come out of it, you truly do feel in a place of, of bliss. It is scientifically proven that mood boosting endorphins are released in your body when you go through that. And I think there's a lot of things in life. I, I continue to see that, that there's so many things in life that joy is on the other side of pressure. And stress can be pressure, but it's just what kind of stress that we're putting in. I heard something recently that talked about in marriage, people ask the question, what is marriage? And the first questions that were asked is hard. And I thought to myself, I don't want my marriage to be hard. That's not the answer that I want. But then I thought that actually, if something is hard, if something is a pressure on the other side of that, that's where true joy is. That's where true bliss is. That's how we can be happy now is that if we create uh, the good stress in our lives, but also reframe the bad stress and champion it or navigate it in an intentional way. So really uh, thank you guys for spending the time today. Uh, post in the comments what you think of the podcast, any questions that you have. We really want to champion your mental health um, to live a joyful life and be happy now.